The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba Remax Metro East Side. And joining you, Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Oh, you're joining me? Yeah. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're kind of the <laughs> only one joining me today. Well, right. It's just going to be you and me today. No special guests today. No. We got lots to talk about, though. Oh, my gosh. We have a lot of talk. talk. Yeah. Ah, I can't even talk. We have so much to talk about. Yeah, half the time we we have uh, you know so many guests on, and we're we're covering all of that material and everything that we never really mm-hmm. kind of talk about other stuff that's going on. So, yeah, we uh, want to make sure that uh, we do discuss what is impacting the real estate and mortgage <laughs> side of things. Absolutely. I mean, it's great. It's been great. I mean, I gotta say, I've been loving all the guests that we've had. They all are still related to what we do in some way. Absolutely. But, but um, yeah, every once in a while we gotta get down to brass yep. tacks and talk about. What do we do and why the heck do we do it? That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And I, you know, I was thinking about that the other day too. Um, you know, we, you've got your blog, which is team Reba. Mm-hmm. I've got mine, which is Eric is my banker. Well, I mean, I have a Twitter handle and all that mm-hmm. now, which you forced me to do, mm-hmm. but, but you're, mm-hmm. you've got a, a growing team. Yes. And, and lots and lots of stuff happening and, and mm-hmm. super busy. You should talk about it. Tell us a little bit about that. I mean, tell us about your team. What you've got going. Oh, okay. Well, you know, um, last week, if anybody out there was listening to us, uh, you got to briefly hear a hello from Marissa Kleist, who just Mm -hmm. joined our team. Uh, So she's a a licensed assistant with us. And uh, at some point, we might actually go through the differences of like, who are on teams. Like we, we probably should discuss teams and individuals within the real estate realm and kind sure. of what to expect. Right. But, um, I've been ex- so excited about her joining us cause she's now been with us uh, a whole, what is this? 10 days, almost right. not even 10 days, right. nine days. And she's already seen a lot in that nine days because sure. we even worked over the weekend some, sure, right? So sure. she's already been fully engaged in things, but there's all these uh, rules in real estate. So my other two assistants, Jessica Ahern and Angela Reeves, uh, they're unlicensed assistants. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the general public doesn't know that there are vast differences of things of what they can and cannot do in each of those roles. Right. So right. Uh, because we're regulated by the state department of licensing, all of that kind of good thing, uh, having Marissa with us is fantastic because I can, we joked about this, I can literally be in two places at once <laughs> right. in, a, in a way yes. of speaking yeah. um, because I've been the only licensee for uh, a couple of years now. I made a choice a while back to do that and then kind of rebuild and reassess how I had my team set up. Well, and the difference is having a license means that you can open doors, you can, you can go know, out and just op- let silly, people actually. in a home. You yeah. have access to the key box. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can talk about. Yeah, you, you can know, actually talk about, about the, the real estate and everything. Yeah, you can talk about the real estate itself. Like my my unlicensed assistants, there's certain things she, they can't even answer mm-hmm. about right. a house. Sure, which the public doesn't know the difference of that, and so sometimes they find they have these awkward conversations with someone where an assistant is trying not 
to break rules and laws. (laughs) And the consumer is thinking, what's what's wrong with you? Why don't you just answer my question? (laughs) Exactly. They feel like, are you hiding something from me? It's like, no, I just, I can't technically do that. So, um, so Marissa actually will be able to do those things. And, and even the door thing, I, you know, I really, I see a, a sea change going on in real estate. I think they're going to be forced at some point to have to rethink how they, categorize mm. us and what we're allowed to do sure. um, because the show me now kind of buttons that are showing up on people's websites, I think are going to force that because there's just sometimes not the ability to have enough people to do that. If you're forced into only having the licensees um, and most people also don't realize that when they changed our licensing in 2010, uh, fingerprinting became a requirement. Good. And I think personally that if they were to require fingerprinting across anybody who was working in the real estate space, they could potentially take a look at altering that, you know, because literally it's a, let me put a key fob thing on my phone and go to a house and point it at a box and boom, hey, look, I have access to the keys. Well, if I'm still part of that team and doing certain things and held to a certain standard, even if I'm not licensed, Right, right. You know, but if I'm under a licensee, I I know it gets into a lot of different layers of agency potentially, but um, I'm I'm hopeful that something like that will happen because we could have been growing even faster, sure. sooner sure. than than we've been doing. Right, but but my team's fantastic. So we've got uh, Marissa and Jessica are actually going to be joining me this weekend because our topic today is open houses. Right, right, right. Good. good. Not only is this show Open House with Teamry, but we're actually going to talk about open houses today. And I'm super excited because on this weekend, uh, we just put on in Bellevue this phenomenal house. And uh, we'll post where, where the place is and stuff. But we're doing a whole weekend of open houses. So we're doing a private open house on Friday, and we're doing two public open houses on Saturday and Sunday. And so Marissa and Jessica and I will all be involved and tag teaming and, and engaged Excellent. in, in those events. Busy, busy weekend ahead. Yes. Yeah. Angela has the benefit of, because she's so virtual, she can't be required to show up. She'd have to fly in from Kansas. Right. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. So, so one of your staff is actually telecommuting, you know, from mm-hmm. Kansas. And, yeah. Do they yeah. actually still call it telecommuting? I don't know. Yeah. I, I believe is they it? just call it working remote. Okay. See, so she's working remotely. Yes. Very Very remotely, although she was recently here. So right after uh, Marissa agreed to join our team, uh, we did get a little powwow with all of us. And she is flying up in uh, August because we're doing a client event out at Shadow at that bog Mm -hmm. location. Um, We're going to have those folks on the show in an upcoming uh, episode but uh, before we have our client event. But, yeah, it's a really cool spot. But, yeah, she's going to fly all the way up here so that she can attend and be part of that. Very cool. Because she talks to our clients every day. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Or yeah. just about every day. I talk yeah. to more of them. Yeah. Excellent. Well, good. Well, the team's growing, and mm-hmm. and I think yeah. it's important for people to kind of understand, you know, that you know, both of us. This is, um, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hear us once a week in in here, but we're every day, day in day out, we're we're in the trenches. We're working with our customers, oh, yeah. helping well, our helping our customers. Yeah. And, well, your team is growing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did you just bring on a new assistant? I did. Yeah, her name's Kathy Tran, and I know she speaks about three languages. And, nice and uh, very, very sharp and fast and good. So we're really excited to have her joining the team here. So excellent. Yeah, got to, we have maybe a, one of these days we should bring some of our assistants yeah, on. Get all that. Yes, that'd be kind of fun. Actually, that would be fun. So, Let's put them on the spot. Yeah, yeah. We'll just uh, we I won't tell like them they're going to be on the air. We'll just. <laughs> 
just let's bring them in. Lure them here we'll lure with them promises then, of cocktails afterward yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll just kind of put them. Or on. we'll promise Yawajimaya snacks and things <laughs> since right. we're right across from there. Yeah. <laughs> that would be kind of fun. Oh, oh my should goodness. be good. Yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, it's nice to see everything uh, growing and everybody busy, and and we're creating jobs and hiring people, and, mm-hmm. and that's all good. So, hey, you know, speaking fun. of jobs, we've had a lot of stuff come up that I wanted to make sure and start bringing up on the right. show. We may have these folks come on, okay? Um, because as you know, the only way we continue to have a good housing market, a healthy housing market, mm-hmm. is when employment is good. That's right. Right. Got a healthy economy, can have yep. a healthy housing market. Absolutely. So I met a, a nice fella named Louis Lopez who uh, works for an organization that partners with businesses. Um, it's called NVSU, uh, and it's the Neurology Vocational Services Unit. Hmm. And what ends up happening, and listeners may or may not know this about me, um, my father suffered a traumatic brain injury because my parents were hit by a drunk driver uh, back in 2007. And so my dad suffered, his head got cracked open and it it permanently changed his life. And he had been a very active member of his church, his community, his family, and ran a lot of things, had a business he was running, ran their church, you know, did all kinds of things. Super smart guy. And, um, you know, one of the things that was tough with him on his quality of life was not feeling like he was useful any longer. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's, that's an important thing for people in sense of self and self-esteem and pride and whatnot. Well, this organization NVSU um, works with people of all different ability levels that have been impacted by a different neurological problems. Hmm. And sometimes that's TBI, which we know a lot of folks coming back from military experience that's right. have suffered from that. At, or are, because it's usually kind of a lifelong thing that you have right. to contend with. That's right. And uh, so this organization, I'm just getting to know, um, does do long-term training with the folks who join their program. And then they partner with businesses and provide what starts out as a long-term internship to help train and get into the workplace again, these folks, so they can become, you know, useful members of society, so to speak. Um, and it just changes lives for these folks. That's awesome. Now, so um, I'm hoping to have them on in the near future. Uh, really awesome organization. I was so happy to meet them through one of the networking things that I always do. And um, anyway, so that, that's kind of a near and dear thing for me. But uh, something else that we discovered this morning that you right. were kind of oohing and on about over here, which I'll post a picture on uh, Twitter of this flyer. Why don't right. you read that for the folks? Yeah, this one, the, I, I love this. It's called the Puget Sound Honor Flight, and there's a uh, fundraiser coming up uh, for this. I, I believe this is sponsored by Merrill Gardens. Yes. You know, the, the mm-hmm. uh, retirement retirement homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Puget Sound retirement Honor Flight. Communities. Retirement like to, communities. Retirement communities, right. And uh, the Puget Sound Honor Flight is a nonprofit organization. It's a member of the Honor Flight Network. So their mission is to transport Western Washington heroes on one last mission mm-hmm. to Washington, D.C., to go visit, reflect at the memorials uh, that have been built in their honor. Uh, the trips are free to the veteran and uh, made possible just through individual uh, donations and corporate support. There's no federal funds that, that go into right. this program. What a fantastic program. Absolutely. So last year, um, the Puget Sound Honor Flight was able to send 27 uh, veterans mm-hmm. back to uh, D.C. on their 
their one last mission, and which is ooh, that just gives me goosebumps. It's, and it's, it's great, really cool. but they have 250 people on a waiting list right now, oh, and I'm a lot sure of these folks are are kind of on the elder side of things, right? So um, they would really love to see more people going. It, it roughly costs, um, according to the gal who gave us the presentation today, uh, costs about a thousand dollars per. Per person oh, I'm sure. to go back. I'm sure, and and you know, if anybody, hugely impactful. If if you haven't been back uh, to DC to mm-hmm. see some of these memorials, it's absolutely worth worth the trip. It's pretty awe inspiring to kind of see see that, and uh, so that's going to be coming up Saturday, July 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and we'll post the info. Yeah, we'll post the info on that. Stay tuned for more with Open House with Team Reba when we come back. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. And this is Reba Hass with Team Reba, REMAX Metro Eastside. Ooh, you got a little hot on your mic there. Yeah, I don't know what Oof. happened there, but man, <laughs> it's on fire here. Well, good. Well, well what else is on fire? Uh, mortgage rates. They're doing good. Uh, sure. Yeah. The market's on fire in general, so fire. yeah. Housing market. I love on how fire. you put a question mark on that. <laughs> Way to it's, just bring it down. <laughs> uh, in fact, um, the the headline yesterday in the in the mortgage world was that mortgage rates uh, steady near three year lows. So we're still cool. sitting just very very good. Of course, every day we kind of bounce up a little bit, bounce down a little bit, mm-hmm. but um, that's normal. You know, they're 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 hanging right in there. Thirty year fixed rate conforming conventional loans are hovering right around three point seven five percent. Fifteen year fixed rate, pretty awesome. Are, yeah, so it's still it's in the low threes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can you could look at a, a ten year uh, fixed rate loan right now. Somebody that doesn't have too much, uh, you know, left to go on their their uh, home. We're hovering right around two point eight seven five percent, and. Uh, you know, nice. So the timing is still very, very good for interest rates. That is helping keep our housing market very strong. Oh yeah. And uh, you know the although the you know the flip side to that is that the reason rates are low is is not necessarily good news. It's because the economy is still not as strong as it could be nationally. Right. We happen to benefit from from that national weakness locally, though. Even though our economy is very strong here. We benefit from the low interest rates because those are mm-hmm. pretty much created nation- on, a, on a national basis. So you'll find some variations from place to place, uh, but but by and large, everything is is very very good right now. So good time to lock in those rates if you're uh, a home have a home loan that's above say four percent. Mm-hmm. You, know, you should probably take a look at at uh, take a look at that. See if you can save yourself some money. Lower that. Lower I'm that all about saving rate. money. Heck yeah. So good timing on all of that. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, absolutely. I know my husband and I are talking about buying uh, other properties. Mm-hmm. I've got people still starting to ask me about investment and looking at yeah, rates absolutely. and thinking, ooh, maybe I should still try and benefit from what's going on. Yeah, you know, and, and there's 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 still good properties out there available, especially mm-hmm. if you're looking for investment properties. Yeah. And uh, if you look outside of the Puget Sound area, you know you can you can pick up some good bargains. Mm-hmm. I'm a well, of course you know me. I'm a fan of of the the vacation rental market, 
And uh, oh yeah, always. Well, have, that's have, one of the things that we're looking at too. Mm-hmm. We're looking at future retirement, but use it as a rental in the meantime. That's right. That's right. And 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 that works out perfectly. Um, I have um, uh, vacation rentals over on on Hood Canal, which is a little slice of heaven over there. You know, if you're not familiar with it, it's about a 70 mile long fjord that comes in off the off the Pacific. I like to say fjord, but um, it's uh, <laughs> you know lots of saltwater oysters, good fishing. There's all kinds of activities to go on there. And uh, uh, this uh, this last weekend, um, as long as it's not on your beach. Right. Well, that's right. This, this Unless week, you're renting. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah, stop the trespassing. That's right. Yeah. Keep <laughs> keep keep that to uh, on the on the low key. But, yes. Uh, but last weekend uh, we had guests over there that were um, you know entertained all weekend by a pot of orca whales hanging out front playing and and uh, you know were they doing a song and dance? Well, they were more feasting they were entertaining on them? some of the local local seals, I'm imagining. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, they they seem to be pretty. The happy. ones who the ones who've been sitting on that floater thing that you've been going over to try and repair. Right, right. I have a, a swim raft out out front of of the cabins, and it's a it's a pretty big thing. And and every night there's at least six or seven seals that that raft up on that and and sleep on it. And uh, our, our guests that come out to the to the cabins think that's the coolest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Until about four o'clock in the morning, and then what'll oh, happen they're out there is barking. Yeah, well, they don't bark. They oh. they make sort of surreal sounds. It sounds like something out of a horror flick. I mean, they hiss, <laughs> they scream, they growl, they snort. They make sounds like my husband when he's asleep. Yeah, I mean, they make. <laughs> Really scary <laughs> sounds sometimes, but what what'll happen is earplugs. they'll all be sleeping. I suggest earplugs. Yeah, <laughs> they'll all be sleeping, and then one will roll over and knock another into the water, and then there we go. You know, then it's a, it's a big, it's <laughs> all on. out, all out mayhem. You know, as they kind of fight back for their 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 positions. So yeah, the things we have to put up with living in the Pacific Northwest. You know, yeah, dealing with you know uh, noisy seals and, and I think uh, I can deal with that. I right. think I can continue dealing with that. I like that. I like that, actually. Well, we're lucky. We're uh, lucky yes. living where we're we We're extremely live. lucky. Yeah. We're yeah. very lucky. In fact, you know, um, our topic was about open houses, and mm-hmm. you're mentioning like being close to the water and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah. So kind of an odd segue, but uh, we just got done doing an open house on Sunday out at Alkite. Nice. And I loved it because we have this great place. It's on uh, 61st. It's 3036 61st Avenue Southwest, and it's this awesome 2010 built uh green uh design townhouse and it's two blocks oh perfect from the main alki strip yeah Yeah. and so super close where you can put in kayaks and all that kind of stuff so yeah just totally right in the center of a great area but just far enough away that you're not dealing with the constant traffic right right because when you're on that main drag it can get really congested right right i imagine if you're living right on it it, it could get pretty old oh yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that yeah. gets just packed full of cars yeah. and it's one of the few places it still looks like back when i was a kid in high school and we were cruising. dragging me yeah we were cruising <laughs> the loop or you know that right, kind right, of thing right. yeah. so it's about the only way i see that still legally happening around here but um but i you know i get it because it's a beautiful area it's got that great walkway you can go all the way back down over by where salties is or you can head the other direction go down to lincoln park and it's just gorgeous gorgeous area so we were there doing an open house and it's been funny because as we've had a lot of new listings coming on uh 
why I wanted to talk about this topic today is um, we're, we're having a little bit of a hiccup with a customer hmm. who doesn't seem to buy in to what's going on in the marketplace completely. Sort of market denial? Uh, kind of. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an odd situation because, um, you know, I've been doing this since 2003, right? And we mm -hmm. watch the market conditions all the time, very, very closely. We're always paying attention to what are the marketing tools that are working today versus yesterday? What do we think will be yeah. the future? That kind of thing. And if you had asked me in 2003 to, op to do an open house, I'd have been like, no, thank you. I am not interested because the majority of the time that those were being done, it was almost purely for the marketing benefit of the agent and not really the house. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, that was for listeners who were on the younger side of things. Uh, sorry, but that was way back in the day when you used to have to put an ad in the paper <laughs> right. for your open house. Right. You didn't have all these great online tools that just put on your phone and said, look, there's an open house that matches your criteria. You know, you had to go look for that stuff. You had to go buy right? a paper. You had to buy a paper, yeah. lay it out, get ink all over your hands and circle places That's and right. take it with you, right? <laughs> I feel so antiquated. And that was only like 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> so, right. you know, so um, 10 years ago, I was like, blah, no thank you. I don't, I don't even want to think about doing one of those. And so why would I want to spend my lovely Sunday afternoon sitting around doing that? And, um, mostly because I also don't do dual agency. Mm -hmm. So right, it right. was just like, I don't want to be sitting there and then having this almost combative situation with somebody uh, who's asking questions when I'm like, I, I can't represent you. I was like, yes, I can answer on, you know, questions honestly, but if you're trying to, you know, extract information at some point, I'm just going to be like, no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so no, we're not going there. And, uh, that just seemed kind of a recipe for disaster. It felt like, but, um, there are some people who are really, really great at open houses because they love to convert buyers, right? Absolutely. That's just all what their yep. plan was that like, they didn't even care if they found someone for that house. They're like, I just need new buyers. And that was their deal. So what's been interesting is with technology affecting this industry and really disrupting it is, what we're seeing, and most people don't think about how they personally are using it. Like, they're like, why wouldn't someone have this? Like, that just, well, because you're a stranger. You got to think about, okay, a seller is opening their house to the public. How often do you do that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and who's coming through that door? You right. You know nothing about them. Right. You know nothing right. about no, them. True. You I don't know totally if they can it. afford to buy your house. You don't, you know, I mean, you have no details. What if they damage something? What if they get hurt on your property? What kind of person right. are they? Might they even try and do something on purpose? You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. There's all, you know, there's all these, in fact, uh, when I very first started, there was a conversation someone had of um, saying that their child really alerted them to the concerns of safety around open houses because they were like, oh, is that the thing where you go, mommy, and you put all the signs to tell people you sit in a house by yourself? Oh boy. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, and I and I worry about safety and security with yeah. my clients and we yeah. always have sit down conversations before we go on market of, you know, remove medicines or put them in places that are not accessible or where right. people wouldn't think or uh you know, make sure that anything that's of value is taken out, whether that's 
financial value to you or it's personal value. Right. Because I've had, I've heard of people, they weren't my customers, but I've heard of people who've lost things that someone picked up and walked out of their house with. Of course. Um, You know, and sometimes agents have had like their purses taken Mm -hmm. or a laptop or, you know, what have you. Right. So we always have, you know, questions of security, but if you set it up right, you can mitigate those things. Right. Mm -hmm. Sure. But with technology, everyone wants to be anonymous. And that in and of itself causes some issues Um, because now we have this push and pull of consumer demand. People want it now, but you still as a seller and the agent need to find that happy balance of doing what's needed to really sell the property property properly, Mm -hmm. you know, and in a market like ours, one of those things is, well, is an open house the right thing to do? So I want to make sure that in the next segment we get into that. And I certainly, I want to open it up. If there's listeners out there and you have questions about this type of thing, this is a great time to bring it up. If you have from a consumer side or a seller side, but you can call us at 866-712-1300, or you can always reach us on our Twitter handles at Team Reba. Or at Eric is my banker. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to make sure that's out there. Or you can also send your questions. If you don't want to go on air, but you do want to bring this topic up and we can respond to you after the show, we also have uh, the email info at teamreba.com. So uh, I don't know. What do you think? Are you are you pro open house or are you con open house? I'm, uh, I think I lean more towards the pro open house. However... I don't know that it's as important as it used to be until you're really down to the serious. I'm looking super, super carefully part because the bottom line is you finally get to the end and the rubber hits the road. You've got to look at the house before you decide to buy it. So let's let's talk about that when we come back on Open House with Team Reba. Bring on the challenge. Having open houses. Stay tuned. (laughs) Got a question? Call it in. 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba Remax Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank. Local bank. Just a little one. But you sponsor big things. That's right. We do good things there. Great, great, great group of people. Great company. Like the Seahawks. Yeah. And Sounders. Yeah. Awesome organizations. And the... um, and we have a hydroplane we're sponsoring this That's year. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, the Miss Home Street. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be kind of fun to watch. The Miss Home Street. Is there going to yeah. be a woman walking around who's going to go along with that with a big banner or just the boat? <laughs> what do you mean by banner? You know, like when they have Oh, the... yeah, big banner. <laughs> okay. I got it. I don't mean Banner Bank. That's a competitor. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm sure there will be some uh, banner-clad women, you know, you know, sponsoring that or walking around with that hydroplane. So that'll be kind of fun. So looking forward to that. It's just going to be a good summer. I'm looking outside. The weather's so already so beautiful. I out. know. I, and, well, I'm a little nervous we're going to have a repeat of last year yeah, with, four, a, with a fires. Oh, that part. Yeah. If it yeah. gets too dry. If we, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the good news is we got a, a big snowpack this year. I think it was over 110 percent of normal. Yeah, so I know. You went skiing there. a lot. I didn't to go. I didn't get yeah. to go once. I was so bummed. 
was fantastic. But that yeah. tells you how busy I was. Especially after having, uh, you know, a couple years where the, the snow wasn't wasn't super great. I know. That's and why my husband and I were so sad. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Last time we went, it was not good. Yeah, worrying about drought and things like that. This year, it was absolutely fantastic. So, in fact, I believe Crystal Mountain, they're, they're, they're open opening back up for weekend skiing, believe it or not. And it's May. Right now? Mm, yeah. I oh got to double goodness. check that, but um, that's what I heard. They were reopening. They closed for April, and uh, we're in the process of reopening uh, and hmm. uh, skiing some of the upper their upper areas, what they call Green Valley, and up that way. So, uh, in fact, I'm going to like I'll, I'll look at that Green during Valley. The... <laughs> I'm sure, so. it's really steep. It is. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. Why would you call yeah, it Valley? It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> well, every valley's kind of got that, but. Um, yeah, uh, so, um, yeah, the latest is uh, that they will be opening, weather permitting, on May 28th through the 30th. Uh, so for another uh, Memorial Day weekend, I guess, they'll be, be trying oh, to so, back okay. up sightseeing and skiing. So. Well, I guess get your money while you can, right? That's right. It's uh, fantastic. See, they're doing an open house. There you go. Speaking <laughs> of, yeah, that's right. I very, know, it's not an open, open house, but... <laughs> All right, so you're okay. talking about open, and you were asking yeah. me if I'm pro or con. Yeah, I'm, and you're I'm saying... pro. Yeah. Oh, I thought I heard you say that you were kind of a con. No, no, like, no, no. no. I, what, but what, what I think, though, is your typical consumer is going to be doing at least most of their preliminary home searching online. Oh, absolutely and, they are. And and we've had we've had photographers on, we've had mm-hmm. 3D people on. Mm-hmm. You know, we've 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 uh, tried to explain that that a lot of those listings out there, if you look at the pictures of them, number 1, the pictures may mm-hmm. not be a very good quality. Number two, they may be misleading, you know. Oh, yeah. A lot of them, it's very difficult to tell the angles, whether or not the size of the room is appropriate or not. Yep. And and Mm -hmm. you can't tell from looking at pictures. A home might look just absolutely fantastic uh, until you open up the front door and Mm -hmm. uh, find out that the former owner had 50 cats. Uh, Yep. So it's just uh, you've you've just been gotta, there, done that. You've got to you've got to go out there and look at that house. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, otherwise yeah. it's you're really taking a chance. Yeah, there there was a, a coaching program I listened to recently, and they were saying something about you know old style agents and like demanding that you still get out and go see the house. And I I agree with it to a point, but I also understand the validity of you still will respond to a space. I don't, you know, a 3D virtual tour is great and that's why we're mm-hmm. using them. And professional photos are way better than trying to do it with your cell phone. That's why we do that. But you just don't get sense of scale, location, neighborhood, everything, smell. There's no scratch and sniff yet. Um, <laughs> there should be. There will be. I'm. I'm. Would I'm not sure. doubt that at some point. Yeah, yeah, at some point it will probably show up. Um, but you know, there's there's people all across the world and across the country that are buying these homes sight unseen. Yeah. In cases. Else. And I don't know, uh, we mentioned this when we had Jeff Cromp on the show from Seattle 3D, and he just got done doing that uh, new Bellevue listing for us today. But um, I had asked him, have you seen the Zillow app that allows a home seller or their agent to go and video using just their phone? And so um, my assistant Marissa and I just sat through, and she's doing our first one today mm-hmm. sure. on that Bellevue property. And you can only video in two-minute increments. 
and then basically it gets sent out similar to the Matterport technology gets sent out into a cloud and, and they and, and they stitch they it together right and then it becomes available so even that you know we saw a sample on this webinar you know I'm sorry Zillow but ooh made made me a little woozy mm-hmm. the person doing it like they're walking and it's shaking sure. and there's no offset to the, it's like oh, it's, ah, supposed to, it's supposed to get you, you know. excited about the home and said it looked like Blair Witch Project it kind of you yeah. know and it was a shame because we're doing these wonderful 3D tours and they're burying that right and, and hey by the way people if you're looking online at Zillow and you see listings if you want to know if the agent has done the appropriate kind of marketing to have a nice video tour and you don't want to look at the shaky thing that might kind of upset your tummy, do the drop down more info mm-hmm. on that first page. And then on the right hand side, just a tiny little link says video tour, mm-hmm. you know, or some kind of external link. And so you can click on that. And so whatever they may have attached mm-hmm. will sure. come up. Right. And it can be one it of takes, all kinds of it things. It takes a but, bit of looking to get, to, to find that sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I, I agree oh, with it's that. A, every time we have someone go on market, they're like, so where is it? And mm-hmm. we have to walk them through it every single time. Right. In fact, I was just trying to brainstorm with Jessica on the way here of how can we direct people? Because if we're spending the money on these 3D virtual tours, we want people to see them because we can track the metrics of what they're seeing. So Zillow has gamed the system so that if you're an agent using this little video tour now that they're supplying on their phone app, um, which I'm sure there's a bunch of people out downloading it right now, um, which is fine. Go ahead and do it. Um, But that is going to game the system of whose listings get seen. Right. Now, I will tell you, I'm happy I'm a premier agent. So even though Zillow, yes, I'm saying that, I pay you money. <laughs> so just there you go. Uh, you know, uh, disclosure, full disclosure. But um, I've, you know, I've been a fan and sometimes not a fan of the company. I've watched them since they started because they started about the same time as me. So I watch very closely what they're doing because they're a technology company that's in the media space that's just real estate related. So it's kind of cool what they're doing. But to me, when you're a business person like I am and I'm putting all these high quality images together, I'm a little miffed that they want the lesser quality product to be the thing people are looking at. But there's a bit of that voyeuristic quality that Americans have nowadays. It's like we're we're too caught up in watching reality TV shows and people's personal lives that now we're just poking into people's actual houses, right? right? And that's, that's kind of what it's become. We're, we're total voyeurs. And, and we don't think about how creepy that is until guess what? You're the seller. Right. Because I had one client and we had a mutual client that closed November. She was buying remotely. They were moving here from Arizona and Mm -hmm. she loved being able to be online and look at all the pictures and the videos and the stuff. And I would actually go and take videos much like what Zillow is doing. I, and I see this all the time. I've been one of the people who's had to do it. I've had to walk around a house, videotaping it with my phone, upload it to YouTube, send a private link to my client and say, okay, here's the houses I toured for you today. And they love that mm-hmm. sure, because they need sure. that. So there's there's clearly a need. But you know the first thing she did after they moved into that house? Hmm. How do I get these pictures of this house off Zillow? Oh, right. She doesn't want first thing out of her looking mouth. to know, kind she, of know what If she's like. looking... She wants it. Right. But the second it's her house, oh, no, 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 I don't want that. 
No, I don't want that anymore. Yeah, so it's it's an interesting dynamic that we yeah. have to yeah. um, contend with. But here's the thing. So I mentioned that I had a client that we're trying to get across the point of how this market has changed. Ten years ago, I didn't want to do an open house. I'm clamoring to do them right now. And the reason why is because our consumer has changed. They have changed to this voyeuristic quality of, I want to look on my time. I don't want to bother anybody. And I can tell you from also personal experience and talking to other agents, we frequently have clients who say, I don't want to bother you till I find what I like. Right. Right. They're like, you're busy. I'm busy. We look during odd hours. We're just going to tell you when we find something. And so there are a lot of buyers out there who may or may not even have an agent yet, who have that mindset. And I can tell you that many of those multiple offer situations, that buyer only saw the house at the open house. Mm-hmm. Our yeah, last, we, did, we just had five offers on a, a listing last week. Two of them came from the open house. We had another one the week prior. We had eight offers, three of them. No, I'm sorry. I take that back. We had five out of eight offers from an open house. We have a uh, offer review tomorrow on a property. And we already know that there were a couple people who came through the open house. Now that we're more agents that probably are bringing people in. But we have folks who are telling us that they've got people who are remote. I got phone calls from Zillow from a lady who's out of area. She's in Hood River and she's considering this house. And so what did I do? I sent her the 3D tour so she could have a better sure. view of it. Yeah. Right. Well, then you, you, you just have to tell her what it smells like on top of that. Well, it smells just there fine. You Thank go. you very yeah, much. Very good smelling. <laughs> it's hey, two blocks from Elkai, you, so it's nice and breezy and, you know, kind of sea-like. There you go. <laughs> so when, 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 you know, one of the, the reasons I think a lot of consumers might hesitate to go to an open house, there's there's a, a, a majority of people out there, they, they don't want to be hassled. It's like walking well, into a... Well, you don't have a, to be hassled. Well, no, I, I understand. Yeah, it's like walking into a you know a car lot and then you see you know a, a bunch of guys up on the row there and they're going to mm-hmm. jump you the minute you walk on the lot. Oh, I know, so, yeah. So what are, what are some, some things that you do to prevent that? Yeah, well, so I had a, a, I've had clients who they, they've said the same thing. They're like, you know, hey, we just want to go out at our leisure. We don't want to bother you. We'll just let you know when we like something. Mm-hmm. And so we do have a sit-down conversation that says, okay, here's how you make sure that when you're out at the open houses, you can still get information because what people miss is it goes back to, I mentioned agency, right? right? And how I used to be kind of like reticent to you know, get into a conversation with someone who would maybe be represented by someone else. Cause we're like, Hey, your agent should be here. We should be having this conversation that sure. kind of filtered, you know, a little bit, but, um, agency has changed a lot and we have to be very, very clear about who we represent when we're having that open house. And, um, because I would like to go into a bit more detail about that. I, I think I want to bring that up in the next segment, but again, if you have questions, folks, please call us at eight, six, six, We'll be happy to answer them. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. 
Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Austin here from Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. Where every week at 3 o'clock every Tuesday, we talk about real estate and finance and bring you up to date on what's going on in our local markets and with mm-hmm. local interest rates and everything. That's all good. Everything's hopping and busy. And today we're talking about open houses. Yes. And, you know, kind of the good and, and the bad that goes along with and that. And the ugly. And the ugly. <laughs> so. Well, you know, your comment right before the break was, you know, who wants to go and be hassled and right. feel like someone's trying to sell them, right? right? Or be like, hey, come here, be my buyer. You right, know? right. So, let me just follow you around this house like three, three, yeah. three steps L- Let me creep you. factor on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> well, okay. So I mentioned that I have this conversation with my clients all the time because it's a combination of open houses and new construction because mm-hmm. they're both kind of the same, sure. right? Uh, many people don't realize when you go to new construction, you can have representation, those people who sit there on the site agents kind of sort of, they work for the marketing company working for the seller. So they kind of sort of don't really do a phenomenal job of the agency of buyer side. Right, right. Um, and you can, you can have somebody. So if you have someone that you're working with or you know that you want to work with, even if you're still doing the, hey, I don't want to bother you, the thing that you can do as a consumer is when you walk in, all you have to do is just let them know. And it doesn't have to be this negative kind of energy situation. You say, hey, I know you're here to do these things. Um, I came because I wanted to see this. Didn't want to bother my agent, but I am working with. And just say the name. Okay, so as a consumer, as long as you go in and you, you see that agent, you just let them know up front. Yeah, hey, you I'm just more, identify I'm it. Working with a realtor? You just identify because either that person is there hoping to get new buyers. Exactly. Or they're actually there representing the seller. Mm-hmm. And they're there happily to share information with you and, and find a buyer. Because we do know, the good, the good ones of us know right now, a lot of those buyers are out there by themselves. And we want them to still get what they need because if this is a place they're going to be interested in, we, you know, we need to encourage them to put those offers forward, right? It's part of our job. So in, even the site agent, they still get paid even if you bring your own agent. Of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. So talking about agency and what that is and just telling somebody, yes, I'm working with so-and-so. You know, like If someone says, hey, I'm working with Reba over at Team Reba at Remax, perfectly fine. And you're going to see one of two things. Either that person will remain helpful and friendly or they're just going to go, oh, okay, well, help yourself. Let me know if you have any questions. Mm, right. And then they'll go off and do something else and go turn their attention elsewhere. Or they'll go sit down and watch a, know, a football game or something. Fine. Yeah. So what? You still get what you wanted, which is walking around the place on your own. I experienced that a lot this last weekend in West Seattle. You mm-hmm. know, people came in and we have a, a login requirement and people shouldn't be afraid to do that because a lot of the tools nowadays, all you have to do, again, if you're working with an agent, just identify that as mm. such, and then they won't bug you. Right. You know, we always ask questions like, because I still need to also track my marketing. How did someone find this house? Were they just walking down the street? Right. Did my Zillow ads help out? Did some other online, did they see it on social media? Did they get a friend who referred them? Did their agent send them over? Because the thing is, is as soon as I hear from somebody that they've got an agent, I'm like, oh, great. What's their name? And then, you know, they just tell me, I'm like, okay, fantastic. If I hear from them, then I'll know that it's for you. Fantastic. Wonderful. Happy to know, you know, because the thing is, I, on an agency side of things, I still have to act honestly and in good faith with the public. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a duty of confidentiality to my client, but I still have to be open enough to, you know, the consumers. So here's the other thing though. We mentioned this the other week. 
there's a large number of folks who have moved here from non-U.S. locations. Right. And we and do ask, not understand how this whole system right. works. Exactly. That you have a listing agent, you have mm-hmm. a selling agent. The listing ag- agent represents the seller. The yeah. selling agent represents the buyer. A majority of the rest of the planet doesn't do their agency no. the way we do. That's right. That's right. We're special. We, and uh, We are, but we say it differently for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> say very slowly for me. <laughs> so we, we're, we're lucky in that, in that respect, though, that, that you can actually... Um, you know, have that representation and you, you right. just don't get that in, in a yeah. lot of a lot of places. Consumer but, protection really put that in place mm-hmm. in the 80s. Right. Because it used to be all agents represented the seller, but that changed a long time ago. Well, and, and Seattle was actually one of the the first really markets that's, that that brought on buyer agency. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there was a time. My, my mentor. Right. Was one of the first ones in yeah. town. And there was a time when, when if you had a buyer's agent representing you, you know that buyer's agent was was oh they considered them castigated. dirt. Oh, That's yeah. right. They they would be refused oh, entry to castigated. homes. Thought you were gonna say something else. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> Doctor Snip. It was not good. Yeah, it was really it was really difficult for a very long time. So <laughs> anyway, I'm just gonna keep talking right over the top of that comment there. Uh, so Go right it, ahead. So what about what about <laughs> this? Um, correct or not correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a belief uh, amongst a lot of buyers mm-hmm. that that if they bypass the buyer agent, they go directly to the the listing agent, that they're going to get a better deal on that home. Not in today's market. Ex- explain how how how's that work? Well, I've seen in other markets when we haven't had less than a month of inventory, where someone wants to try and now use what would have been paid to a buyer agent to yep. negotiate the price. But I will tell you, there's a lot of agents who, you know, here's a deal. Uh, hello, general consumer, what you don't realize, because um, this is a topic that comes up, legally, that listing agreement, that's just a, that's a contract between the listing agent and the seller, and mm-hmm. they are not required to modify that at all. Correct. And so oftentimes people think that that's how they're going to bypass that. In fact, I've had those situations come up, and, um, you know, it just depends. It all depends. You know, every transaction is so uniquely different than another because maybe the property is, you know, not the best property. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the only way you're going to get a buyer. But if you're going to walk into this marketplace today, if someone was to walk in that place on Alki or walk in into this Bellevue property we just put on, mm-hmm. no go. Right. That's going to be just a no go. I'm going to tell you that right now because. Um, we're expecting multiple offers. You know, we're pricing reasonably, but mm-hmm. we're expecting multiple offers. And if someone thinks that that's going to be their play, it's it's probably going to go very poorly. And they're going to get shut out a lot. And it's going to take them a very, very long time to find what they're looking for. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah, and I suppose you've got to use a different strategy to, to be the winner yeah. you know, in, in this market. Well, yeah, I mean, you you came up with a very interesting scenario the other day. We probably don't, shouldn't bring it up for today, but maybe another time. But even the for sale by owner situation where someone thinks yeah, they don't always go so smooth. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, we, we we could talk about that briefly, but but we, we have a transaction going right now, and it's a for sale by owner. So there are no realtors representing mm-hmm. either the, the buyer or the seller. And and what what happened was the appraiser went out to appraise the property, and uh, and uh, I got a little more of the story since you and I oh, talked okay. uh, about it. But um, okay. the uh, the seller asked the appraiser, "Well, what do you think about the price?" 
And the appraiser said, well, I really can't answer that until I finish my report, but I can show you some comparable sales that I'm looking at. And then the appraiser talked about some homes mm. in the neighborhood. Okay. Well, there was one home that was listed down the road that was about $100,000 higher than uh, the sale price on this. Well, it was a bad listing and a bad example, and the appraiser meant to, to, to use that it. as a bad example. Mm-hmm. The seller heard that and thought, "Aha, my home's worth a hundred thousand more." Oh, so it wasn't quite the scenario yeah. that you. So the seller, seller, yeah. all of a sudden decided their home was worth way, way more than mm-hmm. what they had agreed to sell it for, and immediately tried to back out of the transaction right. and renegotiate the price. Yeah, not not a good situation for anyone. But I want to make sure we get it to our class. Yes, because absolutely. speaking of that, that's one Educating great people. Yes, <laughs> how do you keep that from happening? Right. Yeah, you, you go get educated. You have knowledge. That's right. <laughs> We're learning is good. That's so right. That's on right. on May twenty first. We're doing a class at the Remax East Side location on Southeast Eighth from ten a.m. to three p.m. Right, and we're doing that. That's one of the Washington State Housing Finance Commission sponsored classes. This is the official sanctioned class for first time home buyers, which entitles you to special access to special loan programs, including the mortgage credit certificate, a tax credit of 20% of your mortgage interest for as long as you own the home. Really, really cool program. Yeah. Oh, it's an excellent program. We have someone using it right now. Absolutely. And and so this is, yeah, Saturday, May 21st. If you're interested in attending that class, mm-hmm. just... Uh, yeah, we already have a few signups. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, email Reba, mm-hmm. info at teamreba.com or tweet team reba or tweet mm-hmm. eric is my banker we want to thank you for listening to open house with team reba we'll be back next week tuesday at 3 p.m welcome thanks again have a great <laughs> week we'll see you next tuesday at three o'clock go enjoy that sunshine thank you for listening to open house with team reba to contact us visit team reba at re slash max metro east side on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.